Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs seeking knowledge, purpose, and community. Brought to you by creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, every episode is recorded at our headquarters in Niceville, Florida. We're excited to share our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors, all willing to share with you their diverse wisdom and experience. So happy to have you with us today. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. Okay, so I have Hill with me today, Hillary. Hello. You're so, you guys know her. You may not know if you weren't at our fifth year that Hillary was just promoted here at Francis Roy. She's now our senior director of content and marketing. And I'm so proud for various reasons, but Hill was the first person I hired here at Francis Roy and has really helped me shape what it is now. And so I think it makes sense. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm excited. I am too. I am too. Um, so definitely you'll see a lot of the good news coming out about that. That is tied in with our five years. So proud. And speaking of which, Hill and I are together today because we're talking about a topic that we help a lot of our clients through. And we sometimes we have problem moments and sometimes we have problems. Right. <laughs> but we help our clients through and we really deal with this as well. And we've learned a lot over the past five years about what to do and what not to do. And today we're talking about customer reviews or client reviews. We're going to extend that out a little bit and talk about and discuss some of our experience, but then also ways that you should be managing it, how you'd be asking for it. And what do you do if you get a bad one, right? Which is really scary. And people don't necessarily know, have the tools or understand how, what's a proper way to handle it. No. And I would say the first year that we were in business, it was the first because I know what one you're referencing in your brain. Yeah, well, that one was bad. It was bad. Yeah. And I was full eight. I went to bat. Oh, I was mad. And then did. did you threaten me? Yep. Right. Went to bat. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was, I was behind you 100%. I was like, here we go. I was good. <laughs> that was before. I mean, at that point, I was already crisis training. So there's no excuse for my behavior. He pissed me off. And it wasn't even our business. It wasn't. We were, it was, got to our business because yes. he found out where we were from because I was stupid. And then he tracked us down. And that is a very, that's a good, it, really a good example is because that we were trying to help a client. Mm-hmm. And in turn, the guy not only backslashed our client, but then turned and found our business as Francis Roy. Yeah. And so that's where that can lead. We, the first year we were in business, we had to turn off our Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, so lesson learned. It's a lesson learned. And to be fair, this guy was very malicious. Oh, he was horrible. It was a dirty, it was a dirty tactic from a competing business that was not our client's customer. They were trying, they were going around and giving one-star reviews to all the competitors in the area. And they were really nasty about it, calling business owners like pedophiles. Do you remember that? It I was mean, horrible. It was things that really, like, honestly, broke down some character. That was the thing. Oh it was gosh. like beyond just the business. Yes. It was, it was horrible. Anyways, it, it was so much really bad. And we have heard some really bad things because we live in this society now where being a keyboard warrior gives people this courage that they don't have in person, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit disgusting. And they are getting on there and they're complaining and they're 
dismantling the public reputation of businesses where maybe there really was like a valid situation and scenario where, you know, an unsatisfied customer review was warranted, but it just pushes the threshold and it goes like absolutely insane. I know you guys know what we're talking about because you have experienced this. I think everybody's experienced this. We certainly experienced it. We're not above reproach. And so talking about customer reviews is something that we discuss internally a lot because we help our clients with it. But asking for good reviews. Yes. Because it's such a pendulum swing, right? Like people only give reviews if they're extremely pissed or if they're like over the moon. They have a phenomenal experience. Phenomenal experience. Yeah. There really isn't a lot of that middle ground. And there are so many happy customers in that middle ground. We should be really asking definitely for their reviews. And some of the things that we do here is a personal ask that it'll be an ask that comes from me or an ask that comes from Hill. And we know that we just have a happy client and we'll say, Hey, you know, this is a personal email. It's not a pre-constructed, you know, email coming from our database. We're trying to get a blanketed, you know, whatever we're reaching out on and we're providing active links. I think that that's important because if you're asking for a review, that person you're asking should not have to hunt you down. Exactly. They shouldn't have to find out how to do that for you, provide them with that. And I really like Chantel's point about how we send out personalized emails or notes, or if we're just in person having that conversation, because I think a personal touch is so important. Just like writing a handwritten thank you card Mm -hmm. is still so important. Like that doesn't go away. So I think people respond much better when you personalize it for sure. Yeah. And it's the person I think in your business that has the relationship that should be making. Yes. Yes. So, so often that will be pushed to somebody like an intern or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where in reality, it's probably the CEO of your business or somebody um, in management or your executive team that has facilitated that relationship. Um, Depending on, you know, if it's a client structure, if it's a customer structure, that person might be the barista, the, you know what I mean? It might be the person that is making the direct task and, I think the personalization of it is so important because people love, you know, kind of the human connection. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes I'll send an email and it is a very like, you know, thank you so much. You've been a part of our success. We've been so pleased to provide you with whatever, right? Whatever. And it's like, click here for our Google review, click here for our Facebook Mm -hmm. review. And I'll even say like, please don't feel like you have to write two separate things. Please copy and paste across all of these platforms. Like, let's just make it easy. I'm going to walk with you to the conversion. So yes. and we've had a lot of success that way. And then don't forget about it because the uh, right at our five-year, I realized the last time we had really asked was 2018. So those are the review we have. It's easy. It's easy to slip your mind. Yes. <laughs> you guys, yeah, it's important. You should really be doing that once a year, I think. I agree. And again, so that's, and that's, a good point too, is to not overhound your clients or just your customer. Mm -hmm. It's a balance, right? So every time you see the same like member come in, you don't want to be like, Hey, so have you given me a review or Hey, will you give us a review? Cause then you, you'd break them down and then they get frustrated. I'm just like, no, right now I'm not doing it. (laughs) Never. You solidify that. I thought about it, but now I'm not just I think if there are little ways that you can subtly ask for them, Mm I'm just now thinking like, you know, like on client invoices, you know, you can do a little like, 
Did you have a great idea? You know, click here to give us a Google review. You don't do it. But I think there are companies that really do that and do a really good job. And, and we help our clients through that. So asking for the online review, Facebook, Google, Yelp, if that's your jam. Ooh, I have such a love-hate relationship with Yelp. Don't even get me started on that. You know, even like LinkedIn recommendations or just kind of whatever. I think you have to initiate that ask. Now, not all reviews are digital. Correct. There are some reviews that you want to be able, and I think Google has done a really good job of this because they have that small thanks platform. Oh, they do, which you is know, very cool. Yeah, let's talk about that for just a second. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to find it here. Um for so okay, if you go to marketingkit.withgoogle.com, and I'm gonna click on it and make sure it isn't doing the <laughs> black hole deck. Yes. So if your business is set up correctly on Google Maps, mm-hmm. so that's really important. That's the key. Yeah. That really, it, I mean, it really is key. If you, if you need help with that, we'll help you with that. Like, and so you're getting reviews on Google and everything. You can choose, enter your business name. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Ooh, I'm kind of feeling like we need to do a little video tutorial. Ooh, we can, we can definitely. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. But it says, we have your marketing kit made just for Francis Ford Agency. Your business profile on Google helps customers see what's unique about your business. Now you can instantly turn the best of your profile into videos, posters, social posts, and more all for free. You click on get my free materials and they take all of your, uh, you know, your five-star reviews. And I'm not quite there yet, so I'm not saying ours but your five-star reviews and they turn them into, and they have some like graphic flexibility here. If you want something that's branded to your brand, I think you're definitely going to not want to use this, but there are some really great ideas. You just click download your materials and it gives you an entire toolkit that allows you to utilize your five-star reviews in these really cool ways. It is. It's very cool and easy, very easy to share across all platforms mm-hmm. via social. So it's very cool. We're big fans of Google around here. I know. Some I love people, Google. Some people hate Google, but we use Google Suite. Now they call it Google Workspace for everything. Our, we use Google Voice, and, you know, instead of like a local telephone. Mm-hmm. We have a local telephone number, but, you know, we use Google Voice. We use Google Drive. I mean, yeah. so we're slowly but surely moving everywhere. And Google does a really good job of putting together these like little freebies for your business that really help you out. So we like that. Facebook reviews are still so confusing and weird to me. Hillary, you know more about this. You know way more about this than I do. But I will say, like, what the heck? Is it reviews? Is it recommendations? Will you help us? <laughs> help us help. Yes. So Facebook does have still have reviews, and you'll see your review section as long as you don't have it hidden. Mm-hmm. Because you do have the option to hide your reviews or not. Mm-hmm. I will say, just like Google reviews on as Facebook reviews, you only can hide or not hide. You can't delete because they don't let you alter. They don't want you Does Google let you hide? No, I don't know Google. I'm saying oh, Facebook. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Google lets you do nothing. Google won't let you do a thing. Right. But in our experience, other than what we've done in year one, don't, is... A lot of people will tend to just ignore both positive and negative reviews. Mm. And it's so important to, again, add that personal touch and give responses to both the really great reviews you get and negative reviews and just respond in the best way possible because it shows that you're human and it shows that your business cares. And they also don't just care if you're giving good reviews. They want to help find a solution for 
someone that's maybe upset or didn't have a great experience. Yeah, you're not really responding to the person. If someone's really mad, yes, you're not necessarily responding to that particular person. No. You're more like crafting a response that so that the entire online community can see how you deal with conflict. Exactly. And it's so important. It's so important. It is. And then some people really piss you off and you have to pass it off to somebody who has a cooler head. Absolutely. You know, you know, I, there's been so many times where I've seen you know, a bad comp or a bad review and I am like, okay, I've got to respond to this. And I backspace because I'm like writing and I'm like, nope, that's my power of delete. That's my all caps voice. <laughs> that's my all caps voice. So we gotta go back. The power of delete. We just have to delete it. But I will say right now, Francis Roy, um, our reviews and recommendations on Facebook were five out of five, which is amazing. But back to so for Facebook reviews, yes. they are extremely important. Mm-hmm. People do utilize them, they do read them, they want to know. I mean, they don't expect you to be a five out of five, though. They don't expect you to be a five out of five, but I will I will say there's a point where I think people, there's a I think there's a difference between that four or three. I think that's when it changes mm. in people's brains. The four or three. Mm-hmm. You can be a four or five and they're still like, okay, you're in my category of, okay, let me look more into this. Mm-hmm. It's that three, four. Oh, yeah. Step. Yeah. Well, for me, even as a person. Yeah. Like, even when I go to Amazon mm-hmm. and I'm purchasing things, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm clicking the four star plus. I don't want this anything. I don't want yeah. But the, the problem is that there are so many businesses who have low reviews because they get reviewed based on something that someone thinks they're doing right a really good example of this is shopping centers right yeah so the shopping center itself has its own account yep but then there are all these stores within the shopping center that have their own account but maybe that person can't find it and they're too pissed and they don't care. They're mad at Macy's and they're coming in hot <laughs> and they're just talking about all Macy's across the board. They don't care about the specific brand or whatever. They're yeah. just coming in hot. They're coming in hot. Like Susie Joe in the customer service department at Macy's pissed her off. She's coming in hot for your shopping center. And then you get a two. And in the review, she's like, your Macy's is the worst Macy's on the planet. Right? Yes. That's not the shopping center's <laughs> It is it's right. not, absolutely it's and no one and no one knows that. And a lot of times, it, to your point, that is correct. No, in this scenario, a lot of times you'll see that it's someone's mad about something that is out of the control yes. of the company. It's never yes. a direct, like a one-to-one, like, okay, you know, I had this experience. It was literally like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm upset about this issue. Yeah. And I'm gonna put it on you because I don't know where else to put it, but it's gonna be put somewhere. It's going somewhere. It's going somewhere. So I got a really bad review this year. It wasn't really bad. Oh my gosh. It was mad. It was so, mad. It was mad. No, it was 100%. So I sold a piece of pottery for the first time on Etsy and I got a three-star review from a, a gentleman named John who bought my very first piece of pottery. And he said, this bowl is just met. M-E-H. Which in normal and real life probably would have made me mad if it was Francis Roy. But with my pottery, because I'm such a new pot, I was like, no, he's like legit. It's <laughs> but the people are so creative. Like our community, because I shared it on Facebook, our community and our friends came out and they were like, yes, now you should rename all your pottery and that pottery and like make these t-shirts that are like three-star t-shirts. And I mean, you can really get clever with it. And I think there's always a way to, to spin it and, and be funny, but... <laughs> 
one of my, I, I follow a lot of review accounts. Mm-hmm. Hill, do you follow small business names? I do. <laughs> if you ever want to feel sorry for another human being, follow small business memes and you <laughs> will see on Instagram. Am I saying memes right? Memes. Is it memes? Mm-hmm. memes. It's not memes. Some like people call it memes. Me- so I think my mom calls it memes. I love it. I'm going to call to start calling it like that from now on because Sam is a savage. But you will see the way people completely and utterly destroy small crafters on Etsy or whatever. The absolute lack of compassion that digital reviews has created is astounding to me. But And you have to be prepared. There are some very clever responses from businesses in, if you follow accounts like that. And so if you ever want creative responses and really the old adage that if the customer is always right is complete bullshit. It is bullshit. I think it's, it's, I think at the end of the day, it's more important about how you respond. Really. It's yes. not like who's right or wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like, how are you going to respond to this? Yes. Cause you're still dealt it, whether the customer's right or wrong. Yes. But you don't have to work with that person. Yeah. I've heard two things. Mm-hmm. I've heard the customer is always right. Mm-hmm. And then I've also heard somebody say, well, the customer's not always right, but they should always be happy. That is all also bullshit. Yeah. That, okay. So that one throws me because I don't, some people are just not happy. So how does that work? And they're coming, they just want to fight. That's what I mean. And they're going to do it. They're ready. On a Tuesday afternoon on your Etsy account, they yeah. show up. they're coming in hot. So and we saw this a lot, I think on Etsy accounts during the pandemic because post Post service oh. was like really bad. Shipping was backed up. Christmas, yeah, oh my oh, god, Christmas bullshit. And people were insane. They completely lost their minds. They showed who they really are. People show who they really are on the internet. They do. They they very much do. Perfectly nice people on the internet like shed their skin. Two different people. Oof. Two two different people. But to that point, when you again, when you're dealing with bad reviews, I don't think because Google doesn't allow you to remove. That's why it's also important to keep up once a year or any kind of way to add a personalized touch to ask for people to write reviews on good experiences because really the only solution is to bury it, bury it. Unfortunately, that is what it is. is. So bury it. If you have Um, a crappy customer photo on Google My Business, take a ton of photos and bury it. And bury it. That's exactly right. And bury it. Nothing else. And and that's, it it is one strategy for sure. (laughs) I think that also we don't ask our internal employees to review us enough. And in my opinion, that's the strongest review. It is. You've always said start internal and work your way out for everything else because that's your strongest piece it's your strongest piece i i think it is the concept that when you are sitting in a restaurant and you ask the waitress what's her favorite thing to eat here yep her testimonial in that moment is the strongest testimonial (laughs) she says oh my god i love everything here and i've had everything like immediately you feel self-assured about the quality and, and all that stuff. But she's just like, I actually kind of hate it here. And I don't like it here at all. And then you're like, what am I doing here? Like, like why am I even? <laughs> right? Get me out of here. <laughs> Get me out of here. And it's the same thing with the internal customer review, the internal team review. When you have a glowing review for your business and the person is like, to me, that always stands out. It's one thing to read a happy customer review or happy client review. But when you read a review from someone who's like, I love working here, 
that is so strong because that person doesn't just have a one-time interaction with your product or service. No. They have an everyday, probably 40 hours a week, living and breathing it, living and breathing it interaction with your, with your company. And they love it. It's the strongest thing. I don't know why people don't use team testimonials. It could be because they don't have good ones. And if that's you, fix your shit. Fix it. Fix it. Stop that. If you do a, an internal survey of your team and make it anonymous, you have to make it anonymous because if you don't make it anonymous, you're not going to get the truth. And it has to be true. Like, don't be a jerk and say it's going to be anonymous. And then you do some stupid, like if you are doing those things, you're a bad leader. Quit that shit. Quit it's toxic. You know, it has to be anonymous so that you get actual feedback Mm -hmm. and then fix the thing. If you have an overwhelming number of things that are similar, but are wrong from all of your employees, it's like, you got to, you got to do something to address that. Yeah. If you have good reviews from your employees, you can use that. Like client testimonials. Like people love to work for companies, work with companies where their people love to work there. Like that is in my brain, like an absolute connection. Heck to me, it's also a good way. If you have internal team members that like, I know right now there's a big issue with hiring. If you have internal team members saying how much they love working where they work. Yeah out there to the world and people are looking to be like join a team or looking to be hired or your company needs more people. Heck, I would go to the place that's like, wow, all their employees love this place. I wonder what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great point. Ask them, video them. If they're okay with that, they may not be, don't freak out. (laughs) It's it's not your Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But the strongest testimonials are really the ones that are going to come from inside your house. So, you know, start there and then move out. If you have a review problem, Mm -hmm. you know, doing a customer survey of your clients that you know can really help you uncover what that is and Mm -hmm. things that you need to fix. But customer reviews, client reviews, and team reviews are an absolute tool for success Mm -hmm. for all businesses, no matter what size they are or what you do. And ensuring that you have some sort of program that you are monitoring them. I mean, there's a reason why I think like big firms now, big, big companies have like a, a director of happiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love those. It's, those it's are the only jobs where I see them pop up on LinkedIn. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's so, it's so interesting because I bet that there's not a lot of happiness in that now. I'm just going to be real. Oh, no. No, you're constantly dealing with the craziness. Yeah, it's constant conflict. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, constantly. And if you like to fix conflict, like those are the types of jobs you should be looking for because it's really just interesting. But I mean, there are things that small businesses can do. And I think really the surveys are, are kind of the thing. We're going to keep this short, but it's just a topic. It's a really good topic. We have a blog that's going to go along with this. Mm-hmm. We're going to put together a link where you guys can click on the Google uh, the small kids, small things. Yeah. yeah, the smart thing. I don't even know if they were calling that anymore. They were kind of calling it something else, but over in the team wrote a really good blog about, you know, sharing and specificity and what just kind of positive reviews mean to your business and how to respond to negative reviews, which is just so important and interesting as well. We really want to hear your feedback on this. What is the worst review you've ever gotten? That's what we want to know. Yeah, we do want to know. Yeah. It'd be very interesting. Yeah. If you got a one, two star review, what is the worst review? You know what? Speaking of reviews, I just yesterday interviewed Diane Frazier with the Emerco Science Center and she and I talk about, they got a three star review. Okay. And on the pods, you got to listen to that. But she was like, the review 
it's so amazing how many reviews are like low stars, but the text isn't that bad, right? So the review was like, this is a really great museum. You can tell it's a small museum. You can tell they're trying to be creative, three stars, right? But if you're from a larger city, you probably want to miss this museum. And she was so candid about how that hurt her, of course. And really though, she turned it into a call to action that was like, no, like the museums that are small only exist because people are passionate about them. Yeah. And kind of like get off of your pretense a little bit and visit small museums because they're such like nuggets of joy. Because they're literally like, exactly. And I was that's like, a great point. That's a great point. I just love her. She was awesome. Three star reviews rule the world. I'm telling you. Because see, again, because people are in that weird space, it's it's so, I don't know what, it, I could go, honestly, I could get in a deep, dark hole because I love psychology, mm-hmm. but like that blows my mind that someone can even write something great, but they just don't have it in them to be like, I'm going to give this person something perfect. They can't do it. They can't do just it. Just give them a four. They're like, no, no, no. You said they're three though. Because I, I don't have it in me to say that you're perfect. Like, it's weird. It's so weird. It's like, just be nice. Be kind. If someone did great, let them know they did great. Yeah, stop sucking so bad. I know. <laughs> it's that. I can't say that. And, and the problem is now a three can do really serious harm. It can, and it's unfortunate. A two can do very serious harm. You can have a five-star reviews for years and years and years, and you get a two or a one, and or the worst. Oh, my God. The worst is like they give you a two and no explanation. Oh, just a blank. And you're just like, well, so that's fun. <laughs> I can't help you because... Here's your two. John 8546. I don't know where you <laughs> But be okay with asking that the response to that when there's no text, no direction, say, hey John, obviously, either one, you meant to hit five and accidentally hit two, which is fun for all of us because you about to change it. Or we did something that we need to improve. Here's my personal email address. Can you please email me how we could have done better? What did we do to earn this too? And that maybe because that could be an accident. We've seen that before. You said that so very well. I feel like that's the the first step is you you need to welcome and want to know Mm -hmm. because I feel like people dodge the negative because they don't want to, they don't really want to know. No, you got to know. Just know. Yeah. Just know. How are you going to fix it? You can't. Yeah. You can't if you don't know. You can't just let that sit there. You know, the problem is when John 850 or whatever his name is, <laughs> that probably is an actual person. Probably is. Sorry. sorry about that. Not you. It's not specific. But if he leaves a two-star review and says nothing and then you say nothing, your future customers will see, okay, this was a serious problem that was never addressed. And both parties are just like, it was so negative. We just don't want to address it. I mean, that's the perception that you build. Exactly. And you just, just don't want to have a reputation that way. And don't, I think you said before we got on the call or on the, the pod here today, Hill, that I think is a very important point. Don't fight. Don't fight. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. Too many times you let it get personal mm-hmm. and you go to bat, not only as an individual, but especially as your company, don't go to bat. Mm-mm. But get offline as soon as you just get offline or walk away from it. Give yourself a few minutes before responding. And I feel like that's across the board. That's talking human to human. Someone making you mad. That's a review behind the computer, whatever that looks like. Give yourself a few minutes and come back because I will tell you how many, there are too many times people make me really pissed. Yeah. But then you're just like, it's not worth it, but it's not worth it. 
You're representing a company, right? You're about to do more damage than you get. Exactly. And it's, and that type of damage is so, again, because Google and Facebook doesn't let you edit or alter, it's semi-irreversible. Yeah. So you're putting yourself out there in a negative light, not handling it the best way possible, and you can't undo it. No, because even if you delete it, like you delete your own comment, that person gets screenshot. That person screenshot, they share, you, people love to screenshot, they'll read you a status, they'll update their Twitter. They're going to be all over this. You're going to be on every community Destin's bottom line. They tried to undo They'll drop it in groups, all <laughs> private community groups. I'm like, oh, you want to go? It's, it honestly is the equivalent of like road rage to me. Yes. Because oh, yeah. it can be so damaging. Mm-hmm. But you're like yelling at your car. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, just no one hears you. No one can hear you, but you're headed in a very dangerous direction. Yes. So quit it. Yes. Like quit it. Don't do that. Because, you know, you just don't know what's going to result. People love to screenshot and then you'll delete your comment and then they'll throw up the photo and they'll like, oh, so it's no longer here, but don't worry. Don't worry. And even still, like be cautious of what you are doing in private messages because they'll screenshot that shit too. Everything's screenshotable, friends. And make it public. Good morning. (laughs) You were an asshole and you thought only one person knew it. No, everybody knows. The world knows. It, everybody knows. So direct messages are not necessarily private. Private messages are not necessarily private. I know people don't like this answer, but if you're online, nothing's private. People don't like it. I know they don't like it. Nothing's private. Yeah. When you click the terms and conditions on Facebook and you say, I agree that this is free in exchange for my life and blood. That's a real deal, bro. It's gone. Yes. You're choosing Facebook for your life. No. (laughs) And you're like, Facebook has all my information. You said, okay. You said, okay. You said, okay. And they provide you with a free service. So I'm sick and tired of this conversation. It's too much. Well, obviously, Hill and I can talk about this a lot because we deal with it a lot. And there's so many tools and resources. And there are so many people too that I think are trained and do a really good job and mm-hmm. helping businesses through this. We have great people in our community who do a good job, not just us, at, you know, kind of helping people towards better customer, better company reputation. And so if we're not a good fit for you, certainly we can recommend somebody that sure. is. But this is a fun conversation for us mostly because it's so triggering and... <laughs> We've done it right and we've done it wrong and and it's just a very human experience. So we want to hear what's your worst review. Yes. Okay. So your best review. Yeah. People want to hear that too. It's so cute. Like good for you. Then we have good ones too. But the conversation really is in the bad ones. It is. Yeah. And how you handled it or good or bad. Because like like we said, we were very transparent. First year, we just came out guns a blazing. We did. But, you know, don't do that. <laughs> everybody did. Now everybody's guns blazing, and we're kind of like, let's say a step back and let's you know have a, st- a strategy and a plan for that. Yeah, so exactly, send us your worst reviews. We're dying to read them. Not, and we're sorry you have them, but you know, it's just nice to know that people are not alone. You certainly are not alone if you've gotten a two star review and no response or no explanation, or you know, but maybe you just are a great business and you, you know you are perfect and you have none and good for you and we love you and we we think that's amazing but <laughs> most businesses have that they run the spectrum so hello at francisroy.com is where you can tell us all about your client and customer review experience we're dying to know or you can share it on our platforms because we're certainly posting this facebook instagram linkedin twitter i know there's more 
No, you're correct. And then you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can, and you can review our pod. You can. And our company on all those platforms, which we are so grateful for. Please don't give us a shoot with no explanation. Please don't. I will contact you. Because um, so, even as a joke, we can't undo it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hanging with us today. This was an interesting talk and, and something that we talk about internally a lot. So until next week, I don't know what we have. I think we're talking about an event planning next week. We are, which mm-hmm. is a really fun one. Everybody has events. And when we talk about events, it's like very small ones and very large ones. So that's going to be a It'll great be episode as well. We always love bringing this to you every week, every Monday. Since September 9, 2019, we're headed up on our 100th episode. I can't even friggin' believe it. Woohoo! That thing. We'll see you soon, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.